Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Mission Matters Marketing Podcast, your source for all things marketing. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Rick Millenthal on the line, and he's CEO over at The Shipyard. Rick, welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Adam. Thank you for having me. So uh, I'm excited to get into today's topic. Um, so a lot of you're going to help a lot of business owners with your advice, um, and that is on how to market during a pandemic. So we're all we're all faced with this right now, and I'm excited to get your take on it. But before we do that, let's get a little bit further into what you're doing over at the shipyard. Tell us a little bit more about the company, please. Well, the shipyard really. A relatively young company. I've, I've been in the business for a few decades, uh, but was fortunate enough to uh, sell what was a private company uh, in late 2013, also a marketing agency like the Shipyard. And at that time, we were sitting saying, well, we kind of had a blank sheet of paper on what marketing was about. We knew there were a lot of companies that focused on data analytics and a lot that focused on creative. And we created the Shipyard because it brings data analytics and the creative side together and uh it's it's been a blast really adam and uh, uh been building it over the last five years can you give us a, a flavor of what that means to combine the two so data analytics and creative because i agree with you most most of the time most most companies i'm not going to say all but a lot of them are kind of like you know they're, they're night and day between those two things so to bridge them in my opinion is a pretty um unique concept well, we look at data. Everybody talks about data from a technology standpoint or a mathematical standpoint. But, Adam, data is really the understanding of human complexity. We're all complex, right? And so through data and being able to look at the different behaviors, we really understand people. You multiply that out by millions, you end up with kind of billions of elements from the data uh, analytics standpoint. And then by having a creative function, you then are able to serve creative messages that target certain people at certain times, at the right times, that are predictive on behalf of that business. That's really the most relevant. And so then we end up uh, over time with clients like Scott's Miracle Grow, uh, In and Out Burger, which uh, many love on the West Coast, protective yeah, insurance, do. American Electric Power. <laughs> yeah, you do. I mean, In and Out Burger is a wonderful company. and and obviously working hard to, to navigate at this uh, particular mm -hmm. time. So those are the kind of clients we work with, and, uh, and when you bring that together, you're able basically to have a more efficient and more effective marketing. So um, speaking of, I think that's a great transition, Rick. Um, let's get into today's topic. So how to market during a pandemic. Um, I mean, what kind of things should business owners be looking at right now? I think the first thing, is you do embrace the situation before you can think about how to navigate it. Mm -hmm. Adam, I think we're all grieving, really. We're, mm -hmm. we're grieving for the life we had both in business and personally only a few weeks ago. And it came on so fast. And um, for many businesses, it's existential. They're completely closed. For all businesses, things have changed considerably. Um, and you do need to embrace that. But what's important is resilience. What's important is how you navigate that. What's important 
is, um, you know, what you do now. That will define uh, success for the future. The fact is, is that right now, media consumption, when you think about uh, uh, marketing itself, is, of course, much higher because so many of us are home and we've changed our behavior. Television is up, I think, 50%. News coverage, wow. you know, is up, I think, 70% on mobile homes. Uh, uh, streaming entertainment music, you know, of course, is up. Uh, almost 50% gain in social media. So you have this situation where you have this massive change as far as what we call engagement, yet the cost of doing media, of course, is down because so many businesses are, are just not investing today. Uh, this is an unusual and uh, obviously a daunting situation, but it's kind of also an opportunity for some marketers. So, you know, first embrace where you're at and then uh, think about what you're going to do now. And we do have some thoughts about how you might communicate now. It's tricky. It's really tricky. And I'll tell you, we were in the middle of, so we obviously have a lot of, being a media company, we always have launches and things going on. And I was looking at my team and I'm just kind of like wondering, I'm like, so we had, we launched a couple of books. So we had multiple books that were going to be released. And I'm thinking like, well, do we still do that? Do we put it off? Like, do we want to, is it a good time to be selling books? Like, I don't, like, not just for money, by the way. I just mean like, is it insensitive of us to do, I mean more so for my audience and fans. I don't mean for us for revenue. I mean, is it insensitive to do a book launch in the middle of people grieving? And I thought about it, and we made the decision to go ahead based on the, on the, on the concept of what we do as, as, as entertainment and also education. It was just like, well, all of our numbers across the board are up, which means that we're a trusted outlet and that people like what we're doing, and this is just validating it, that they're gravitating to us more. And so it was like, I guess we have to go, uh, we have to do it. Like we already said we were going to do it, and we had to do it. And it was just interesting because our messaging was a little bit different than it would be normally. Um, but in terms of numbers and everything else, it was probably our most successful book launch to date. Um, realistically speaking, um, and that was all attributed to, um, I, I like to think, um, the trust we've built with our with our clients and the, with the people that we work with and our fans, but also um, the timing on, on all of this being, um, you know, we have people's attention right now. So that being said, we have people's attention right now. Businesses have people's attention right now because they're looking online, looking at other places. What should people be, what should they be thinking about? Like, let's say they accepted it and now they're thinking about messaging and other things. Um, let's go a little bit further down that path. Well, it doesn't surprise me that you're seeing that kind of engagement uh, and you made the right decision, Adam, to do that. And so leaning in and engaging now is good, but you want to think about a few points. One, can you be a humble hero, meaning uh, not superficially, but can you do something heroic? You know, Crocs is making shoes for uh, healthcare workers. Our client, Valeda, which is a health and beauty maker, is making what they call skin food uh, to help you as you get through all the uh, sanitizing and uh, washing and such, which dries out your skin. Is there things you can do in your community? Is there a way to help? I know businesses that have just sent out uh, a music playlist to kind of get you through the day. Can you be relevant to this moment, sort of be a humble hero? Second, can you offer pragmatic optimism? Uh, this is obviously a time when there's a lot of messaging, well, that's not very optimistic and you have to take that seriously, 
but it's also a time that families are coming together, and meal times are together. Uh, I'm sure you're seeing this where you're connecting to people all over the world. I know a, a, a European brewery, Blue Dog, large brewery, but they, they has built uh, their U.S. headquarters here, which is relatively small. They're doing an online bar right now <laughs> to uh, wow. bring people to yeah, to bring people together. I think I think their their maximum they could have were two thousand people, and of course thousands signed up, and they're trying to think how to uh, deal with that. <laughs> they're getting more <laughs> engagement uh, than ever, and and that's of course because. Uh, next, can you connect directly? Uh, can you sort of build a digital community, which of course you're doing, Adam? And can you have an empathetic personalization? If you're able to personalize right now uh, and and be able to touch people personally, uh, uh, you can succeed. Here's the thing: man. if you had a robust business with customers that loved you before this crisis, they still love you. They still love you. And in fact, if you could reach out, as the example you just showed uh, in your media, if you can provide them something that will help them, you are actually bringing some normalcy to their life. And people do want to think about the future. They might be a little more contemplative about what they want to do after this crisis. And so done right. They really will embrace your messaging. Now, in some cases, some businesses can't sell them something, right? I mean, if you're a soft goods retailer, they're not going to come to your store unless you have a good direct-to-consumer business, which some do. And I would encourage everyone to build their what we call direct-to-consumer, which means e-commerce, online business. But obviously, there are some businesses that just have to go to sleep right now. Uh, But uh, many businesses are still operating in some manner. And uh, so perhaps you can sell them something now, but even if you can't, reach out, lean in, make a connection. Your customers, your prospects, uh, they'll want to hear from you. Uh, But, of course, you you need to be the right tone for this particular time. Yeah, I think think tone is so important. And uh, it's it's really tricky being in my shoes from the standpoint of it's like one call – I'm hearing, unfortunately, about somebody having to lay off, you know, whether it's on the show or something else or um, just a personal colleague, you know, having to lay off quite a few people. And then the other, and on, on another phone call, I hear, like, you know, of another colleague or professional that's hiring a ton of people and can't hire fast enough. So, I mean, it's it's hard. To, like, I'm in, I'm in the intersection of both of those. So I just like to tell my audience, I know there's a lot of good going on right now. I know there's a lot of bad going on right now. And if hopefully if you're going through some of that bad or perceived, hopefully that, you know, that, that moves out of your life sooner than later, obviously, and we're on to new opportunities. But um, either way, the overall thing is there's still a lot of good going on. Would you agree with that, Rick? I mean, from your shoes? There's a lot of good going on. And since you have a lot of entrepreneurs as your audience, you know, my biggest advice is not to define yourself by the situation. When you run a business, you're an entrepreneur or even head of a very large business. You know, you need that optimism and energy in order to move forward. You're always navigating things. Well, here is a force that just came out of nowhere that you have no control of. So first you have to embrace, I've got no control of this. And don't define yourself by this situation. It's tough. Don't define yourself in exactly what you're saying. What good is going on? And perhaps it's a very good time to bring what you have of your executive team together 
and plan for the future. Uh, that's certainly what we're doing. And um, uh, I think, you know, this is going to be different. Behavior is going to be different. Um, but I'm an optimist myself, and I believe that humanity is going to come together here. There's going to be a lot more ways to connect, and there's actually going to be some interesting opportunities out of what obviously is a terrible situation. That's awesome. Great, great words of wisdom there, Rick. Um, so that being said, I, I can talk to you about this all day long, but we're about out of time. Um, that being said, if somebody wants more information on, on learning more about what's going on over at the shipyard or how to connect, um, two-part question. Number one, what's the right type of client and or niches you like working with? Number one. Number two, what's the best way for someone to reach out and connect with the shipyard? We work with both consumer and business-to-business -business, uh, uh, clients. Uh, if you believe in marketing, if you believe in using data to build your marketing, uh, we're a very good sweet spot for you, and, and, and those are the clients that enjoy uh, being uh, partners with us. We are at theshipyard.com. Call ourselves the shipyard because uh, the client is the ship. We're the shipyard, and we bring marketing engineer to many clients around the country and fast around the world. Theshipyard.com. That's awesome. Um, can't can't believe the shipyard wasn't taken. That's good. Uh, <laughs> so thank <laughs> thank you, Rick, for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure, and I really do appreciate your um, your take on how to how what businesses need to be thinking about during this pandemic in terms of their marketing because very tricky waters to navigate. Um, pun intended with the shipyard. Um, but that being <laughs> said, thanks thanks again for coming on the show, and to the audience as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget subscribe to the podcast. Podcast. Leave me a review on the Apple iTunes Store. If you're watching this on our YouTube channel, Mission Matters Marketing, give us a subscribe there, but also leave us some comments in the video. I mean, let's keep the conversation uh, going over in the YouTube community. And, Rick, thanks again for coming on. Thank you, Adam. All right, so I will cut the audio there. Man, great interview. I like it. I like talking to you. It's good. <laughs> um, All right, it's good. good. I know you talked to lots of folks, so thank you. I appreciate that. No, it's good, um, and I think you're going to help a lot of people. I think your your voice, your tone, everything, it'll resonate. I can tell. Um, so that being said, quick side note, because I know you got to go, and I'm, you know I'm behind, but um, I'll shoot the audio over to my team. They'll do all the editing and all the good stuff they do. They're really fast, so this should be turned around within um, five business days. Um, you'll, you'll get a full video market package so you'll have a full YouTube video, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, it'll be on Spotify, iTunes, all that other good stuff. You'll even have a Pinterest post. So um, if you and your team need anything else, just feel free to hit the reply button and we'll take care of you, okay? Terrific, Adam. Thanks for the opportunity. Thank you so much. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.